Welcome to the Raising Grace podcast. This is your host, Sheila Chester. I'm the mother of three children, and I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm reaching out to regular parents, just like you and I, to help me find the best ways to help my kids and myself thrive. We all are different, you and I, and with a little grace, we can do this. My interview with Savannah Simmons took a turn when she started to interview me. I decided to keep the conversation and share it with you anyway. So here it is. The host becomes the guest, Savannah interviewing Sheila Chester. Do you have any questions for me? You can interview me. Tell me why you decided to start this blog. Or not podcast. blog, podcast. Blogcast? My blogcast? You already have a blog. <clears throat> Tell because. me why you decided to start this podcast. Um, because I am tired of writing about myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, you'd think that people parent so differently. And then there's people that are like, well, there's only one way to do it. And I have so many friends that do it a thousand ways and they're all doing it the right way. And it's, they're doing it the right way for their kids. And I want to make known to other people that are not, um, you know, like I'm not trying to go out and find people that are um, superstars that you know who they are. I'm not going to ask them how they parent because they are going to parent a way differently than somebody who lives 40 miles from a town mm-hmm. of 700. And I want the real world parents to tell other parents, this is what your life is going to look like. And you can do it this way or this way or this way or this way or like whatever way works for you. And you just, we all have one thing in common and that's that we love our kids. And so many of us are so hard on ourselves that each one of us needs to give ourselves a little bit more grace. Like, well, I yell at my kids. Okay, well, everyone yells at their kids. So you're not special. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just want to make parenting more normal for people and to realize that we're all different, but we all have the same goal. Yeah. So what, um, what's one way that you parent that you think is fairly unique to yourself and your situation that you don't always see others doing? Uh, for sure. It's open adoption. It's the adoption portion of, uh, of parenting. My daughter's got biological siblings, uh, half biological siblings, and we make sure that that's a priority and it looks so weird to anybody outside of our family. Um, they don't understand it. They don't, uh, they don't understand. Well, it isn't that going to be hard for her. I'm like, I mean, do you visit your cousins, your nieces and nephews? What if you kept them from your kids? What if you kept those people that love your child from them? And I am not willing to do that. And so I will go out of my way to make sure that my daughter has relationships with her brothers and or her sisters and the same with my son he's got a little brother and we make sure that they have a relationship even though he's like I mean he's like one mom and this boring and I'm like yeah you don't have a brother and now you do like this is let's just we I'm not forcing them but when they ask we make we make it work and luckily our biological parents live two hours from our house which is not an easy trip because through cities and horrific traffic (laughs) but it is an extra step that I do that most parents do not do. Mm-hmm. So did um, adoption change how you parent your kids in the home? I No, I, infertility changed how I parent my kids in my home. How so? I had very little patience before infertility. And after 10 years of trying to have kids, 
and the desire to have kids, I am a lot more patient than I believe I ever would have been. I sit down and have conversations with my kids that I don't think I ever would have had with them. Um, you know, I worry about things based on their genetics that I would have never worried about. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that I parent, I think about parenting way more often than other people even think about it. Just because I'm like, they have this trauma of adoption that I can't undo. Mm -hmm. How can I make sure that they're getting through this childhood without any more trauma, but also with boundaries and with respect and with, you know, and it's so funny, like my son, you know, I'll talk about adoption. He's like, mom, we've, we've talked about this. I've moved on. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, they're bored with this. Okay. We're good. Yeah, I know I've good. done it right then. I've done, done it right. right. If they're bored with it, they're like, yeah. So like, they're not adopted. No, no, just you guys are a couple of our friends. So that's so sad for them. They only have like one mom. I'm like, yeah, it's a real bummer. <laughs> it's a real bummer. <laughs> so how do you and your husband, and and you parent more than your husband, you're kind of in a similar situation to me where the husbands work quite a bit and, and we're given the load of it. How do you two work together to parent though? And then how do you also, what do you take on mostly by yourself? Sort of okay, so I, yeah. So I do, yeah, I do a majority of the parenting. I do all of the scheduling, which in the city is a little different. <laughs> uh, the kids are in every direction. Um, I don't sign them up for a lot of sports, though. Be right now, like, they're still young enough that they don't care. Yeah. And I'm not signing them. I'm not, I agree. I'm not intent. I'm not putting my life into a total vortex of intensity chaos for until I am required to. Yeah. Um. So my husband, he does a lot of bedtime stuff cool. mm -hmm. and he's actually super, like he had a really hard time with Nicholas being here for the last two weeks. He's like, well, he's not with us. And I'm like, he would be sad if he was <laughs> let him live his life yeah. on, you know, at Disneyland here in that the ranch land. Um, he is super involved. Like he's always trying to find. On weekends, he's like, I need to find something to do with Ellie this weekend. Like, what is the thing that him and I, her and I can do? And so he taught her to ride bikes. And so they very specifically go on bike rides. He, I have to do my thing with Ellie this weekend. Cool. So he um, really tries to find time for them. And also family dinners. It's a, for him, it's it's a, he leaves work. Like You get home by, by dinner time. That's a very hard stop for him. He's like, I will not miss dinner with my family. And we always eat together as a family. Um, they don't, I mean, I honestly, I think he only works probably 40 hours a week plus 10 hours of exercise. Cause he's always exercises his Prozac. Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't exercise, I make him exercise, <laughs> but um, he, yeah, he's super involved. And I'm so lucky because I lose my mind on the daily we're stuck in the house. We're stuck in the city. It's just like, and then, you know, the pastime is to go shopping. And it's like, I don't have the money to do this all the time. Like, how do I, so I have to have the community to find something else yeah. to do, to get distract myself from mm -hmm. going to Target every five minutes because that place is a gym. Okay. Mm -hmm. And now Ellie loves it. We've been there, <laughs> We've been there together. It's, it I was know nice. I know. I know there but, was, 
But yeah, skirts. I can see that where you're kind of in a little box and you go to a different little box. So you have to find something outside the box. That's free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I forced myself to make friends. Yeah. To um, And it's not hard for me. I mean, obviously, it's not hard for you either. <laughs> we are friend people. Um, but yeah, I just find the people that really connect with me. And I'm like, you're mine. Okay. We good? We good? All right. We're friends. And they live two blocks away. I'm like, great. You can't leave. So how do you successfully parent and raise balanced kids in the city? I don't know. Am I doing that? Probably. I think so. <laughs> it's a good chance I might be doing it. I come here. I come to the ranch. Okay. What if there's... This is hypothetical. What if the ranch isn't an option? Like, That's how so do sad. You, how do you... You get them outside as much as possible. I mean... We moved to a house specifically because it was close to a lake so that we could go to the lake and walk around the lake and that there was open space next to our house and we could go fishing and we could go. I mean, we live close to the mountains and that was an intentional thing too. Mm -hmm. Like, let's get as close to the mountains as we can afford. And it's 30 minutes away to go on a really good hike into the, you know, into the Colorado Rockies. And we aren't, you know, uh, we have to spend money to have fun type of family and we will. We're not opposed to it. But, um, yeah, we, when we have friends over, we, we have the opportunity to have friends over too, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're always outside and I'm like, get out of my face, like go outside, go build a fort in the basement, go, yeah. go do this, go play dress up, go, I don't care, play with your makeup, do this, do that. But mm-hmm. yeah, it is sending them outside, go play, go play, go play. Mm-hmm. And for my kids, they don't get along as well. As your kids do. But I also have a boy and a girl three years apart. And that makes a huge difference. But sometimes when they get along, it's just like, don't move. Don't even breathe too loudly. Don't breathe. Mm -mm. Like, everybody just stay doing what you're doing. We'll eat dinner when they start screaming at each other. Like, this is, and we will eat just sandwiches because I'm not going to get up. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, like, I think he, he, they hugged when we came, you know, after two weeks of being apart and. Yeah, it's uh, being in the city. It's you don't realize how hard it is until you come here, and you're like, "Oh, this is easy." Yeah, this is easy parenting. I mean, everybody's got their struggles, right? But yeah, I don't have to fight the fear of other people wanting to take my kids, and you know, I I'm given a lot of freedom, and mm-hmm. and, and I don't um, take that for granted. I mean, I probably do sometimes, but. You're right. When I come to town, I get a glimpse of, you know, my kids are just like, what do we do? There's nothing here, you know. And that's what my son, when he comes home, he's like, why do we live in the city? This is terrible. And that's also why, I mean, my dad's been asking me that question a lot lately. What do you do with your kids in the summertime? I'm like, people pay for camps. He's like, what if they can't afford camps? I'm like, then they pay for medication to survive the summer. <laughs> like, that's what you, I, you know, it's not like the 80s where kids are running around in the mm-hmm. streets. You know, we live on a cute little cul-de-sac with neighbors that we love and, but they're all girls. And so Nicholas does his best to, to make friends with girls. And he's just, sometimes he just walks home. Like he just turns and he just, they're like, what happened to Nicholas? He's like, I'm just done for today. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, he's done. Yeah. (laughs) Just let him be. Here's a fishing pole. son. like, go to the lake, which is like down right now. But yeah, people, you have to spend money in the summers for these camps and these, ridiculous camps oh my gosh the cost alone is unbelievable yeah i suppose too if if both parents are working 
Yeah. They have to There's your, that you don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. You know, and how did we deal with COVID? Like, that was awful. You're I trapped in this. I know you did. You lived in, it was great oh, for you. I didn't have to leave the house. <laughs> I mean, I didn't have to leave the ranch. Right. Well, you had, and, but you didn't have internet either. No, so. No, like our teachers were so accommodating. They just sent papers. Yeah. With us. Mm-hmm. Great. It was glorious. Do your yeah. papers and let's go play. We didn't have that. Nicholas would finish his homework. He'd have all his online classes. He would do everything he needed to do. He'd be done by 1130 in the morning. He's like, I finished all of it. And I'd check it and I'd be like, what do you do at school all day that you have yeah. an extra three hours? But they're doing a lot of interpersonal things like community things. And they're doing things with the class and going from this place to this place to this place and eating lunch and then yeah. playing on the playground. And it's like, oh, my gosh. And then he he's outside for the rest of the day. And I mean, I wouldn't allow TV until whatever the end of the school day was three o'clock mm-hmm. in the afternoon. And they'd be like, you're kidding me. I'm like, no, like find something to do, it's man. So good for them. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever you destroy. And then my husband's super type A. Yeah. So he's like, what did they break today? And I'm like, dude, you just got to let them break things. You yeah. got to let them break Don't some things. Anymore. Stop asking why there's mm-hmm. things on the floor. Mm-hmm. We have children now. Yeah. This is what life is. Someday that house will be clean again. But for now, not today. Today's not, not today. that day. Mm-mm. 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 City life, man. Yeah. I do love it. I love the accommodations I have. And I love, I mean, my husband wouldn't, we're as close to the ranch as he'll ever move. <laughs> it's four and a half hours. But it's closer than five and a half hours, which is what we were before. Yeah, so. that is good. And it's a smaller area than we were before. And we picked a good little nugget spot to yeah. To live in. That's so cool. So what advice do you have par- for parents, moms in particular, who just feel like they're in a huge struggle with their kids? Always, always at each other. What advice do you have? My go-to is to take a step back and give myself a timeout and then come in. And I'm always apologizing to my kids. I apologize to my kids almost daily. I'm sorry for how I'm acting right now. I said, I, um, I'm the adult and I should be able to control my anger. And you are never the cause of my anger. My anger comes from me. So take a step back and look at yourself, apologize to yourself mm-hmm. and apologize to your kids and show them all the weaknesses. You do not have to be superhero mom. You do not have to show them that you're this amazing human being. You say, I am a human being and I am sorry for being a crazy person. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I try not to give them any excuses as to why I'm a crazy person. I should, I don't have any excuses. Um, And then I have to give myself grace for being that person and just saying, okay, I'm going to try harder tomorrow. I apologize for this. I'm going to try harder tomorrow. Apologize for that's, I mean, that's. That's my rotation, my go-to. Sorry, I'll be crazy today, okay? <laughs> my husband doesn't understand that. I should maybe apologize to him as much as I apologize yeah. to my kids. That's harder for me. That helps. It's harder for me to apologize to the husband. The kids yeah. seem easy. They're easy to forgive. They're like, whatever. We have a mac and cheese again tomorrow? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> thanks, guys. Oh, good talk. <laughs> so what, tell me some highlights of having kids. Highlights. Oh my gosh. So, so much like my son is so fun. He's so fun. He teaches me every day 
like to calm down, <laughs> <laughs> let go. And, um, and he's teaching me to let him be like, let him go here. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard to let him go, but I'm like, let him be a kid, let him go and have fun. And it's so fun to watch each of their little personalities and my daughter in her outfits. Oh, MGs. Like she is a little prima donna and I love it. And I love that she loves to do makeup. And I love that we have boundaries around that. Mm -hmm. And I love that she loves to dress up. And I love that we don't dress up to school. (laughs) (laughs) There is a time for a werewolf costume. Yeah. Uh, Princess werewolf, which is what she's into now. Okay, cool. And that's not at school or at church. Mm -hmm. So we're going to just. And I love watching them learn. My three-year-old, watching her learn right now, she's like on brain fire, whatever that is. Like where she's learning words and she's learning um to sass back and it is so funny <laughs> and i have to not bring the smile because my god she is my she's you she's my little doppelganger and it's terrifying sheila 2.0 sheila 2.0 i think she was cloned yeah i want to do a dna test i feel like i get a get a refund on that ivf treatment yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that's what it's so fun to watch them grow and watch them learn and like when my son figured out reading mind blown i'm like this is a human trait like he just learned yeah, that yeah and i can't even learn how to do a new thing well yeah there's so many milestones when your kids are little and then for a while when they're babies and toddlers and then for a while you kind of forget about milestones i feel like you do but you can keep finding them as they get older too and oh this is a new thing this is a, a thing they've learned and, and stuff like that so, or the things that they start asking questions about and mm-hmm. yeah <sighs> okay so to wrap it up what um, are you most excited about in terms of this podcast? And what are you, what are you excited about hearing about and, and learning? And I am excited to share the different parenting perspectives. I have so many different people that have signed up to do this with me that have just blindly trusted me, which is always entertaining. Terrifying. terrifying. Oh, sure. You yeah. should be terrified. Yeah, no, it's scary. Um, my goal is that I help one person take a breather who has maybe really bad anxiety and thinks they're just terrible to say, Oh my God, like I'm just a normal, I'm normal. Like this is normal. Take a deep breath, take care of yourself and go out and get, get the job done. Like go because the job never ends. Yeah. And you know, being a parent, I think is one of the most important. You are raising the next generation and this world is a crazy terrifying place when you look at the big picture but when all you're focusing on is your little family you can like let the anxiety of the world bye-bye let's focus on these people that are going to raise the future and if you can just focus and put everything into them Mm -hmm. how much better is the world going to be for that so if i can change a couple people's parenting styles to just be living in the moment Mm -hmm. then it's worth it to savannah simmons for giving me the opportunity to talk about myself i hope you got enjoyed getting to know the host of raising grace podcast a little bit better just a reminder i am not a parenting expert we are all doing the best we can with the information we have please do me a favor give yourself and your family a little more grace today thank you for listening to raising grace podcast please find me on facebook and instagram 
You can read more about me on my website at SheilaKChester.com. There you will find my blog and all of my podcast episodes. You can find all of this information in my show notes on every one of my podcast episodes. Thanks for listening.